This is kind of the time of year where Christmas music's playing everywhere. It annoys the shit out of me. Just about anywhere you walk into. It's Christmas music. Yeah. It's awful. You know, you can't talk Christmas songs without talking about Mariah Carey's dominance in the fucking Christmas song genre. Yeah. Every year. Every year. We all know, and it's all the, the constant jokes that are made on social media of, you know... Once it hits almost Thanksgiving, Mariah Carey is thawing out and about to take over the world with her fucking Christmas song. She just take a guess how much she gets every December. Oh, like in royalties, yeah. Um, let's go with four hundred million. Is that uh, nah, that's, that's, that's high? It's way high. It's right. oh, okay. way high. Uh, well, you know, shooting for the stars. Um, Let's say she gets six million in royalties. She gets every, and this is coming from an article from Fox Business. She gets anywhere from between six hundred thousand dollars and one million dollars each December, when the song's popularity shoots up, starts getting played on radio, TV ads, in Macy's, um, on Pandora. Um, they had a. I don't know what I was doing there. I went like way high. I don't know. I guess I was just like thinking as much as I hear it, you know. Uh, but that was a little, yeah, I guess, I guess I should have thought about the fact that like music, musicians get like fucking nothing these days with Spotify and everything. Not that Spotify is a bad thing. So um, I, so on average, uh, and this was just, this was just dating to November of this year. Uh, the track is at number 36 with 1.2 million U.S. streams alone. 1 point or 11.2 million streams. That'd be Spotify, Apple music, etc. Right. Uh, 8.2 million radio airplay times. How many times have we played on the radio? And already, like, who keeps buying this? <laughs> 2,700 <clears throat> copies of this song has been sold just the first two weeks of November. Who the fuck keeps buying this? Like, at some point, you have to reach the maximum. Like, okay, I've sold as many album or as many, sold the song as many times as how many people are on this fucking earth and living. Right. Like, how are people still, I guess streams, whatever. Like, right, how the, right. How the fuck are people still buying this? No, yeah, it's crazy. And it's like, what's the formula for something like that? It's like, yeah, like somebody like the Beatles, who's just like, for whatever reason, they get, you know, more popular as time goes on, which is interesting. Like, like how's that work you know but like you just i guess you make the right song and i mean i guess that's what all the artists i can't imagine being a musician being like you know what it's time let's make a christmas album you know but i guess everybody's shooting for the stars you know hey mariah carey makes whatever per year it's just it's it's amazing who will go and make christmas songs uh, we was we was sitting in uh, City Barbecue earlier today, getting our you know get some food. Right. And they're playing Christmas music because you know why wouldn't you? Yeah. And there's a song playing. I'm listening to it. It's fucking CeeLo Green doing his own version of the fucking Mariah Carey song. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why is that? That's not necessary. Yeah, set an example. CeeLo's going after Mariah Carey. We're we about to see him on a versus battle next. Oh yeah. Be <laughs> the fucking shortest verses. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, Christmas music. It's just you know, I can I I can kinda deal with it for the first week of December. Yeah, yeah. I can deal with it the first week of December, but then once I start hearing the same ten songs over and over and over and over and over and over and everywhere I walk into, I'm like, oh, why? Why? Well it's like, you know 
Like, in, like, okay, so we have all these songs around the holidays and whatnot. Okay, fine. But, like, it's kind of nonsensical. You know? What if there's a song about April? Right? We just have, it's the April song. We only hear it in April. And like, we have to play this song every damn April? That that's, would annoy the shit out of me. That's going to be our next investment. We're going to make it. The April, April song? song? The April song. But it's not, it's nonsensical. And, like, yeah, I don't know. That's what annoys me about Christmas music because we're just listening to the same stuff. Good song. Every every December. Just saying every slightly year. different ways. Right. And then you always get like the one where you go into that store where like they're playing music, but like they're not going to spend the money to have the licensing to play the music. So it's always going to be the slightly off Christmas songs. They're like, hey, this kind of sounds familiar, but the like. Lyricless. <laughs> the lyricless ones. Yeah. That's my favorite whenever you go into any place or like you have them ads on TV or Hulu or whatever and it's like you know it they didn't want to pay for the licensing of the song so they made the song just different enough to where you're like I kind of recognize that song. Yeah. But like you know you know what they're going for. So one thing I've noticed. Sure. A state trooper on the highway is like a fucking pace car. Well, you know how they have pace cars and like and races like NASCAR race indie races where Caution comes out, pace car comes out to set the pace of the field while they, you know, they clean up whatever, and so they, you know, they set the pace of the field of like, you know, like 70, 75, 80 miles an hour, everyone follows behind the pace car, and gets in line to what position they're in. A state trooper is the real life version of a pace car for everyday people. And I noticed this on my way to work this morning, I'm on 670, and I notice as I'm kind of coming up, I'm like, oh, there's a fucking Ohio state trooper. And I'm like, okay, well... I'm not going to pass him because he's doing 70. So I'm not going to pass him. So I'm going to do 70. So then I'm doing 70. And then the car in the middle lane, because he's in the, he's in the left lane. The car in the middle lane gets up and now the car next to me is doing 70. Then the car in the far right lane is doing 70. So we're all just lined up doing 70 behind this fucking trooper. He'd speed up to 75. We speed up to 75. He'd slow down. We'd slow down. We just, this whole way. And then as soon as he took that exit off, it was like the uh, pace car going back into the pits, ready for the green flag. <laughs> he just, everyone just sped the fuck up. I'm back doing 85, 90 miles an hour. <laughs> just something I always find funny. As soon as you see, uh, no one ever wants to pass the cop. Oh, sure. You never want to pass the cop. I will make efforts. I never for, will. I will make efforts. I'm not going to pass the cop. He's not going to be behind me. I will be behind you. You are not going to get behind. If we have to come to a dead stop, we'll come to a fucking dead stop. You're not getting behind me. Yeah. <laughs> Go around. <laughs> yeah. Do you have the Roku channel? Uh, the Roku channel on here? Well, just anywhere. I mean, do you? Well, yeah. Yeah. I don't. I mean, all the free stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So on the Roku channel, uh, it came out a little while ago. Not a little. I mean, uh, maybe like a month. Bilber produced it. It's called Immoral Compass. Mm-hmm. Sketch show, uh, I think like 10 to 15-ish minute episodes. I mean, it's been a minute. I watched it like relatively immediately when it came out, so I don't remember the exact time of it. But very dark humor, kind of like a sketch format. If you have a dark sense of humor, you can just kind of go with the flow. It's a very funny show. Bilber produces and stars in it. guy named Tyler Falbo directed it. And I I believe he wrote the majority, or if not all of it. Uh, a lot of comedians in it, a couple big names, pretty good. I thought it was hilarious. I highly suggest it on the Roku channel, which is it, it's completely free. You do not have to pay for the Roku channel, and the Moral Compass is not a paid thing. It's free. Um, oh, so you have to have Roku. You do need a Roku. <laughs> so yes. Roku or Roku enabled TV, which 
it's harder to come across Roku TVs now. It seems like a lot of TVs are switching to Fire Stick. Really? Or the Amazon Fire TV, like, software built into it. I don't I don't really care for it. I've used I've used a Fire Stick before, and it just wasn't as easy to use, and there's a lot of, like, at least the one I use, there's a lot of ads that kept on popping up. Like, you know how, like, on Roku, the homepage, you have that one ad that's, like, off to the right or whatever. Yeah. But that's about it. This one, it's, like, every other, like, tile you scroll to, there's an ad or there's some promotion for something. I'm like, eh, that's too much clutter. Too difficult. I don't like it. Yeah. I've used Roku shit since, was, since like, 2015. I mean, hell, that's that's the whole reason to kind of turn me away from getting uh, one of, like, the Insignia Smart TVs now. Because they're all Fire. They're all Amazon Fire TVs now. Interesting. So. Yeah, when I got Insignia, they were practically all Roku. Must be some kind of... Uh, Trademark you know, or licensing thing. I don't... Licensing, yeah. I mean, Sounds hell, like... I got that, that fucking... Uh, Say that 50 inch Samsung I have out there in the living room. Um, I still I got the Roku that I had when I had my other TV. I still just have it hooked up there using a the Roku. I don't even use the smart features on that TV. Yeah. Just simpler. There's a Roku in the bedroom, and then obviously this new TV I just bought in here um, is a straight Roku TV. So yeah. Also, we're the way to be. We are recording from my place today. Change a little scenery. Yeah. It's city barbecues. Not city barbecue by me. If you ever in the central Ohio area, try out city barbecue. Shout out to city barbecue. Give me some free pulled pork. Yeah, be happy to uh, keep the change. Be happy to give you some plugs, say barbecue. Anyway, <laughs> or um, or that chocolate cake that was moist as hell. That chocolate cake was good. It's very good. As you know, I'm an HBO junkie at this point. So uh, Barry show. It's a couple years old at this point. I think season two, which was the last season they did. I don't know if they intended on doing more or if you know what, but they they. Uh, that was the last time they did anything. Uh, this is a very bingeable show. Uh, Barry is a uh, assassin. You know, gets paid to kill people. He, uh, it, they're half-hour episodes. It's a very bingeable show. Very decent story. It's not lazy writing. I mean, like any other show, it's got some holes, some flaws, but it is a fairly well-done show, and there's some funny stuff in it. And like I said, half-hour episodes. It's very bingeable, you know. So I enjoyed that. That's an HBO show. And, of course, uh, I'm uh, nearing the end here of uh, Sopranos. Of uh, season three Sopranos. I'm not quite near the end of Sopranos. What do you, what do you think about it so far? I absolutely love the show. But I absolutely love anything like mob, mafia type kind of thing related. But uh, <laughs> little little side note, just a little bit off track. Uh, so... Uh, we're, I'm just kind of scrolling to put something on TV on the background. And why the fuck do we need four Christmas music channels here on the fucking, uh, like the free, like Roku channels and shit like that? Why? It's not needed. It's a lot. One. One is fine. It's a lot. Anyways. Um, I, yeah, I know Sopranos is old news, but I didn't have HBO when I was, you know, I mean, Sopranos was on when I was like in elementary school. So excuse the fuck out of me. You know, at least I think, I mean, I think it was, I think the first season was 99. So yeah, I was fucking four, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I love everything about it. It's a, uh, you know, it's a mob show. Enough said that, that meets my criteria. You know, I, I guess I need to like invest in some time and actually, and check out, uh, Soprano. Cause I mean, I've, I've heard people talk about it before and I guess it's something to like, maybe I'll start one day, you know, but do you know how that goes with me? Yeah. Although but, like once, like, but once I start something. If I like it, like, I'm on it. Like, Breaking Bad. Remember how quickly I fucking finished the Breaking Bad series? I had everything to do with you 
starting Breaking Bad, which is oh, hilarious. Oh, yeah, he... He gave me the first uh, three seasons on DVD because he got the whole box set as a as a gift one year. So I was like, oh, I was like, oh, maybe I'll watch it, maybe I won't. And then one day, like a couple weeks after he gave it to me, I just popped in one. I was like, let me watch it. I got him. And I was like, hmm, this is interesting. I just kept on watching and watching. And next thing you know, I've got the whole fucking se- the whole series complete in like a month, less than a month, because I'd mm-hmm. watch like four or five episodes every day after work. Yeah, Breaking Bad, how it's just, that's, that's pretty much, yeah, Sopranos, I love it. Uh, so we can get into the, uh, the title of the week here, uh, Red Notice. As of last Wednesday, this movie was number eight on Netflix. Uh, we're recording it, uh, on Thursday, December 9th. Ain't it crazy? It's December already. It is. I feel like we were just, uh, recording planes, trains, and automobiles ahead of of time for Thanksgiving, (laughs) you know, and now here we are. But, yeah, so Red Notice, uh, well, yeah, uh, I think it held number one for a little bit. It's at still, a certain point. It's still on the top list, if I remember correctly. At least when Did I it find its way back into the top ten. I think it was in. A, I think it was in the top ten a couple of days ago when I checked. Because I remember last week we checked to see what the top ten was, and it was number eight the previous day. But when it got to Thursday, it was outside the top ten. Um, let's see here. Number one's Money Heist. Number two is Lost in Space. Number three is Queen of Flow. Number four is True Story. Number five is Coco Melon. Number six is Seeking Sun, Selling Sunset. Excuse me. Number seven is Law Abiding Citizen. That's a great one. We got to do Law Abiding Citizen at some point. I love that movie. Number eight is Ink Master. Number nine is Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous. Number ten is The Power of the Dog. Um, yeah, I mean, so Red Notice had a had a good run there in the top ten. Uh, still pretty popular, which is why we decided to do it. You know, be current, be with what the kids are watching the, the these days kids. you know we sound like we're 40 the cool kids so uh to start uh what did you kind of think of this 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 film so my two opinions always stand so the obviously the two main characters Dwayne the rock johnson uh-huh. and ryan reynolds Dwayne, the rock johnson plays Dwayne the rock johnson in every movie he's in uh-huh. and ryan reynolds plays deadpool in every movie he's in so you had Deadpool and The Rock. Yeah. Internationally. Internationally, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like I said, I think I've said before on here, but like my definition of a like a fantastic actor is the fact that like you're watching it and you kind of forget yeah. that that's an actor playing a character. You you know, I use the example House of Cards with uh, Kevin Spacey. As far as I'm concerned when I'm watching that show, you know, I mean, I'm not stupid. I know it's kevin spacey but while you're watching that show you that can guy get, looks an awful lot like kevin spacey while you're watching that show you can get an awful like just kind of lost in it and you're like oh well, that's frank underwood right there um you know that that's you know the first example that pops in my head he's a very good actor whereas the rock you're watching the movie and you go well that's the rock like vin diesel oh i'm sorry his name's steve right now my bad okay steve he always has some name that never matches how he actually looks right like, like, he looks like The Rock. Yeah. He don't look like Steve. He don't look like Toby. Like, can't he just... Can't we just... Call him The Rock? Yeah, like, he's... A, they're just like, Rock! Like, yeah. But, like, you know, he's a different personality. You know, like, how some actors will play in a character that's the na- that's named after themselves, but it's a whole different personality than how they really are. Will Smith on The Fresh Prince, perfect example. Right. So, and then, yeah, Ryan Reynolds... Uh, I, I here's the thing. I'm not saying The Rock's a bad actor or anything. It's just it's not really his fault 
that you can't get past the fact he's the rock. It's just you look at him and you're like, that's the rock. <laughs> you know? Look at him. Look at him. He's the rock. He's about to get people's elbow. <laughs> right. You can't look at that guy and go, that's John. You can you, al- you can always smell what he's cooking. Always smell what he's cooking. You can always smell what he's cooking. You think the rock ever has the issue of like he invites people over and like they like walk in and they're like like, you know what? And he's like, don't say it. Just stop. Seriously, stop. I was just going to say I smell. I know what you were going to say. Shut up. Shut your mouth. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, Ryan Reynolds, I'm 100% okay with him always playing Deadpool. He's hilarious. He's a very funny man. He plays that role so well, and it's funny. He should just always be Deadpool. Deadpool. I have no problem with that. <laughs> Deadpool in, in this movie. He's just legally changed his name to Deadpool. Yeah. He's a very funny man. I have no problem with it. I will say, like, okay, so the start of this movie. You know when you watch a movie and it starts out and it's just... Like, what I wrote down was sometimes with premises, I'm out in the first minute. Yeah. You know? And if this is going to be some, like, magical find-the-egg shit... Then I'm going to be very annoyed, very bummed out with this movie. Uh, granted, it wasn't like a magic thing. It was just like, let's find the eggs. So I was like, all right. I mean, not there's anything like wrong Easter. with magic or anything. But like, I just, I, I, I don't know. Some, something about like some ancient thing and you get the thing and then it's like, the powers. And not that there's anything wrong with Indiana Jones. Like, because I know I just basically shit on Indiana Jones with that. But Okay, Dr. Jones. But, you know, <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know. I feel like it's overdone a little bit, uh-huh. but going somewhere with it that. was it was a hard catch at first. And I, yeah. I agree with you. It was when I first turned it on. I'm looking. I'm like, the first like ten minutes, I was like, how the fuck did this make it to like number one? Right. And then like after you got past the first ten minutes of like the introductory and the plot setup, you're like, okay, okay. Now 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 I will kind of want to watch. Right. I did look it up. The eggs aren't real. They're based on some other ancient artifact. Uh, and there was a name in there. Didn't know how to pronounce. So I'm not going to read the thing because like, I, I don't want to pronounce things wrong. You just be like but, me just butcher it all the time. But No uh, shame. That's why I have to drink liquor during these podcasts. Well, maybe if you didn't drink the liquor, you'd <laughs> be able to pronounce the words. Don't give me advice that's probably needed. <laughs> Okay, Roger. For the record, I've never actually drunk yet. Maybe yeah, I maybe that's just that's just Charles. Uh, <laughs> that's just Charles. Yeah, I'm just naturally retarded. So, handicapped. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever they call it these days. Um. So then, all right. So like I said, so the opening, he's like forging the uh, fake egg, right? That's how. I mean, because we open up and it's like, oh, the eggs are here and here and here, right? And then, you look very confused right now. You, I'm listening. You're throwing me off. Okay. Yeah, I'm listening. Okay. I was, well, I, was, I, was, I was making sure she wasn't whining too loud for it to be picked up. I was like, well, well you watched the same movie, right? Because yeah. you got all confused, and I was like, no, 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 this is Red Notice. You watched it, right? <laughs> wait, wait, I watched Blue Notice. Blue Shit. Notice? Fuck! All right, stop the podcast. It stars the same two people. And they still play the same two characters. <laughs> it's the same story. Relax. They just play it out of order. They did it Tarantino style. <laughs> Red Notice, Tarantino style. We call it Blue Notice. What do you think? Um, <laughs> that, that would be. This would be a horrible movie to play from the beginning first. 
Or play the end first. End first, yeah. End first. Because, like, there's a big reveal at the end. That right. you're kind of like, ah, what the fuck? We'll get there. So, yeah, so he's sitting there and he's making this thing. I'm like, okay, so you're telling me he's a master thief and he's this major, ma- this master forger of of artifacts? I mean, what can't this guy do? And he right? can read, uh... Oh, hieroglyphics. Yeah, yeah. There, yeah. So then he's stealing the egg from the museum. They have their big chase. And man, I this is where I hate I I, I hate myself because I'm like I gotta I gotta poke a hole in that. You telling me they just went out the, the 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 exact right rooftop, and there's a fucking trash chute down there. <laughs> yeah, that that part kind of pissed me off because I was like, so there was a trash chute right there on that exact floor that went like just tube slide down right into there. Right. And then on top of that, the rocks character. You mean to tell me he couldn't have just like moved over like two feet to go down the same fucking chute he had to fucking he had to go over two feet the other direction hop on the fucking ladder and then swing over to the fucking other yeah part of the building or whatever that was you could have just down the chute yeah the chute that should have never been there because you know how was that before that was after the scaffolding thing wasn't it Right, I believe they're on the same level how as the, that happened. So, how, what are the fucking odds that you managed to pull out the 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 pin that fucking holds everything together? I don't think it was the, the pin specifically he, that held everything together, he but out he a had few pins. he had went around and pulled out so many pins that I think at a certain point, like it was just ready to bind, you know. And also, how the fuck did no one die on that one? Like, you had people almost like climbing up the side, almost at the top, and it fucking collapses. And this is like was like a four or five tier fucking scaffolding. How the Very fuck tall. did no one die? Like someone had to have, someone would have to someone die. Someone probably died. I mean, they probably just weren't like, and he's dead. You know, I mean, they just didn't show it. You know, or but, maybe someone died during the actual filming and they don't want to talk about it. Maybe that too. Yeah, Alec Baldwin starred in this movie. Right. <laughs> uh, except, you know, not anymore. You know, because he, yeah. All right. So, <laughs> but then, so they get down there and he's running away. He sees him riding away on a little bike or a scooter or something. I don't exactly remember. And then he gets in the car. The fucking... That, that is a realistic chase scene. The in whole... every action movie, it's like, find an awesome car, start it up, go after that him. That whole... And awesome car chase scene ensues. But that was 100% realistic. Like, here we go! And then, <laughs> gets crashed into. Love it. The fact that the whole, like, promotion of... Was that was that a Ferrari or a Porsche? Porsche? It was a Porsche. Yeah. The whole promotion of that Porsche, in that scene of like showing the logo and like you know he gets in and he finds out to turn on he revs it and he's fucking trying to figure out how to control it. And he, I'm like okay this is about to turn into like a typical fucking car chase scene. Then he did pull out and boom and I was like ha. <laughs> yeah, I I loved that. I would have been pissed if I was the owner of that Porsche. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Especially when you find out later that he's not a. Uh... Like a real FBI agent, you know, so the FBI's not covering that shit. And you got that cut rate insurance. You're right. You got mayhem. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, they go find him, find Ryan Reynolds. Fuck, what's his name in the damn movie? I'm not just going to sit here and call him Ryan Reynolds for an hour. Nolan. 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 Of course, of course, of course. So they find Nolan uh, in his home in Bali, right? Or no? Ah, it doesn't matter. Wherever his house is, they find him. He's sitting there with the egg. So they, they find him, get the egg back. Okay, here's one scene I have a problem with. I don't like being tricked, okay? I like some misdirection. I'm fine with that. But I'm like, just simply tricking someone, 
Because there's no way you're going to sit there and guess. I mean, I mean, unless you're my wife and you're going to be all shitty about it. You're like, I guessed it. And like, okay, that doesn't fucking count. Because, you know, she just like throws shit against the wall all movie. And she's like, <laughs> see, something stick. stuck. But, you know, so they say, ah, oh, the door's open in the back. He goes around the back and checks it. Okay, if they're a team, he does this whole charade where he's like, where's the person that took the egg? And he's looking around the thing. He's like very slowly creeps around the corner. And then he's like, nah. And then he comes back and looks around the corner. But then she's under the truck already. And he's like, okay. So you're making it look like, here's the deal. If they're a team, he doesn't go back there and he doesn't do that. Everybody's in the trucks already and leaving. There's no reason for him to go out back and do that. So that whole purpose of that scene is just a simply trick. And I don't like it. That's all I'm saying. You don't just like, you don't tell... like to be bamboozled. Well, it, it, I'm all for a big reveal. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, just tell the story. You know, don't assist in having this trickery. You know, just tell the story. Maybe he walks back there. He looks around. He's like, eh, looks good to me. Door shut. Whatever. And then he goes back and gets in the truck. That would have been a better way to do that scene. I'm not a filmmaker. Whatever. Not yet. I'd like to be. Anyway. Not yet. Give it time. Give it time. Um, You're only 21 years old. No. Um, Wrong. So, I like when they get in prison. Uh, So, John gets foiled. Supposedly. You figure out later he wasn't foiled. It was all part of the plan. Um, But he's in prison with Nolan. It is John, right? Yep. Yeah. John Hartley. Indeed. Okay. So they're in prison. They sit there. He gets he gets the rock punch. He gets. See, I'm just doing it now. Like, yeah, you know, we just established his name was John. I can't not call him the Rock. He gets John punched in the <laughs> face by a Russian prisoner. And, you know, he spells C. He spells cop like you know, like it's a bunch of children around. You're like, oh, or, no, I don't think anyone knows you're a CO. If they find out, no, that's what it was. If they find out you're a COP. And then he called everybody uh, toilet vodka enthusiasts, which that was, that was pretty funny. Uh, so they, they hatch their plan. They break out. I uh, said, that is a big bag of nope walking along the ledge when they are escaping the prison. They walk around the outside of the prison. They're basically on a fucking cliff. God you know, damn. Like that's one of those things. You, the only way I can describe it, because this is what happens to me, is I look at something really high, and I imagine standing there, and my balls actively quiver. I'm like, ha ha ha. <laughs> like, I can't do it. You know, one, that's one hell of a fucking placement for a fucking jail. Well, I mean, yeah, they don't want people escaping. God, like, that's just, that's a, that's a fucking placement. That like, is like, a could prison. You, like... Something that, like, my mind went to was, like, could you just imagine, like, how difficult it was to just fucking build that pr- that prison? Mm, yeah. How much of a pain in the ass it was? Granted, it's in Russia, so they probably don't have the same safety regulations. I know for a fact they don't have the same safety regulations as, you know, the United States. So they probably just had people hanging on cliffs just by a fucking bungee cord or a fucking, you know, a <laughs> fucking rubber band. By nothing. By nothing. Butt naked, drinking vodka. No offense, Moscow listener. Uh, although that dot wasn't red, so probably doesn't listen a lot. Anyhow. Wait, wait. Can we... <laughs> can we talk about the one scene where he walked up to the guard that was distracted, and the guard was on Instagram liking a bunch of fucking pictures of Vladimir Putin, just yeah, scrolling, yeah. just fucking liking all these pictures of him, like, on a horse and on a boat. <laughs> Yeah. You know how fucking stupid that was? It was, it was hilarious. Yeah, it was good. 
Hilarious. How's it going? I just assume that's what social media looks like in, in Russia. It's just I guess. All pictures of Vladimir Putin. Pictures of Putin, right? Um, I did, I did like... Uh, Ryan Reynolds is so... I mean, we mentioned Ryan Reynolds is hilarious. He had so many damn lines in this movie that were just very funny. You know, he walks... They're walking around the corner. They have some... Like, do you know how to fly a helicopter? It's like, does the back of your head look like a huge penis? <laughs> and he doesn't answer him. And he's like, that's yes! Yes! <laughs> uh, I can't imagine how fucking cold it would have been out on that ledge. Wind blowing. His hat blew off. I'd fucking... <gasps> I couldn't do it. Um, okay, and then... Can we talk about the worst... Ah! It just angers me. And, and it's... Okay, maybe there's a chance it could happen. But the... They fire a rocket at the helicopter, and he just oh, and it, he just swings out real quick, swings over real quick, and it passes through the helicopter. The fucking door! No, no. That is not how a tracking rocket works. Sorry, it's not happening. How the like? I thought that too. I was like, yeah, no, they they would have been dead. There's no way he just would have right through the fucking the two open doors. So that was that was a little much. Um, again, so then they're on. They're, what, his friend's private plane, however it worked. He tells him, hey, he's from the FBI. No juice boxes for you. <laughs> and he didn't get a juice box. Did not get a juice box. Did not get a juice box. Um, they're talking about the face swap technology to get into... Uh, fuck, I should have wrote down that crazy guy's name. Um, and he said, hey, enough face pictures. And I could send your mom a video of you mouth-sexing a goat. And then he... Uh, and he took a bunch of pictures of him real quick. Was it? It was a uh, Soto. So, Soto. Soto. Ah. Uh, oh, Soto Voce. There it goes. That's how you say that name. Because I wasn't going to attempt it. I'll attempt a lot of things, but sometimes I look at names and be like, nah. The whole, the whole, <laughs> the whole deal was, you know, he. Uh, Soto. Okay. Here's my other thing. What's the fucking scouting like on Soto Voce's security? How do they know every goddamn detail of how to get in, like, of all the security detail of getting in that place? Who's scouting this? Is Soto Voce just, like, such an alpha male that he's just, like, telling everybody, like, So then, my guards, they switch off to keep, you know, I like to keep them fresh, you know? And then, I, I, I don't know why I started doing an accent. I'm not going to do an accent. That was inappropriate. Um, <laughs> do the accent. You know, it's like, oh, so I keep my guards fresh, you know? So, you know, I keep them moving every 45 seconds. Or, or was it 45 seconds? Something like that. And then, <laughs> I don't know. Just the way they, they knew every fucking detail of it. Like, I don't think the dude's telling everybody about his security measures. Someone's a snitch. Someone's Someone's got to be a snitch. Um, I don't know. That was just a thing I thought was interesting. Um, and now it's time for story time with Harley. The part of the show, Harley comes out and tells a story. Sometimes it's a jail story. Sometimes it's, uh, you know, a weed story as we have today. Uh, a variety of things. He's going to be a new uh, feature to the podcast. So enjoy him. He's a unique individual. He's hilarious. Uh, yeah. So I understand you got on Grinder to buy weed the other yeah, day. Yeah, I so got on Grinder to buy weed the other day. Tell that to me. I'm straight. 
I don't know if I've told you that before. So straight. So straight. Just preempting the story yeah. with, I am so straight. I downloaded Grinder to buy weed. I'm so straight yeah. I got on a gay app so I could get marijuana. I tried Kick. I tried Kick at first. I tried Googling. Drug dealers didn't work. So I, uh, by recommendation of a, a, a gay friend of mine, strictly platonic, uh, a gay friend of mine, he said to go to Kick. Or I'm sorry, not Kick. He said go to Grinder for the weed. Grinder for weed. Grinder for weed. He okay. said that if I were to go on Grinder, I could find people on there that are soliciting drugs, I guess, man. Okay, so now, just, I mean, just to clarify here, you had you had a guy, you're like your drug dealer. Yeah. You hit him up. Yeah. He's got nothing. He's got nothing. Well, so yeah. this is almost kind of like Reservoir Dogs where he's talking about the weed drought. It's a bit, it was right? a, yeah. He's like, it's like, it's like, nobody had fucking anything. Yeah. So, yeah. It was a yeah. bit of a drought for me. I don't, it's more of an antisocial type of thing. I just don't, I don't know anybody. I didn't know anybody. So, yeah. uh, I download Grinder, and, uh, again, I'm straight, I'm just looking for weed. So, my profile is my name, my face, and just my description, which is looking for weed. He he, smiley face or winky face, not smiley. Face. Winky face, winky face. See, you're leading some gay dudes on. <laughs> you're like looking for weed, winky face. Looking He's like weed. and some dick. Looking for weed, he he, winky yeah. face. Okay, all right. So within, I would say, forty milliseconds, um, I had already had six hits. I mean, I was probably the best looking dude on Grinder at that moment. I felt amazing. I bet. I yeah. felt. I was blushing. From head to toe. If you're having self-esteem problems, get on Grinder. If you're having self-esteem issues, men, you are a king. Okay, get on Grinder. You will you will learn that you are uh, an ant in a large ant hill. It is it is a very very fun. Anyway, so okay, so I get on Grinder. Within a second, I'm getting message from all these different people, right? So I message this guy back. I'm like, hey man, um, this guy messaged me and said, hey, how's it going? Right, pretty normal. I said, hey man, um, honestly, I'm just looking for weed. And he messages me back and says, really? That's it? And I say, yeah, that's it. And he's like, cool. Well, I think I could help with that. And uh, I immediately got giddy. Like a school child, I felt like I had found weed and, you know, my life was going to be great. So I say, cool. What do I got to do? Uh, and he says, nothing. Just let me send you a picture of my butthole. <laughs> so he sends me a picture of his butthole. And, uh, I mean, if I gotta be honest, you know, this is just you and me talking in a room, buddy. It was a good looking bottle. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, attractive gentleman, you know, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna knock him for being, you know, sending butthole pictures, you know, got, I, I said, nice butthole, man. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just looking for weed right now. So if you could help me out, that would be great. So he didn't like that. He said, well, what about a threesome? Mm, and I said, well, you got the weed. <laughs> yeah. So he sends me a picture of this chick who was gorgeous. And I said, yeah. He, well, he asks, would you want to have sex with her? I said, yeah, of course. Yes. So he messages back and says, well, I can help you out, but I want you to have sex with both of us. Oh, Jesus. Now, oh, Jesus. Now I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting here, I'm pinching the bridge of my nose. Yeah. Thinking. I mean, there's steam blowing out of my ears. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? $300, an ounce of weed, 
all I gotta do, have sex with this beautiful woman, and then I gotta break my gay cherry. What do I do for this <laughs> ounce of weed? I decided we're breaking that gay cherry. I text him back. Alright, where do I meet you? He says, hold on, we gotta wait for the guy to message back. Now the weed guy. So ah, okay. I'm, again, giddy like a school child. I'm playing games. I'm like, hey, I'm about to go get some weed here in a second. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. So an hour passes, probably about an hour passes. He messages me back. He says, hey, two ounces are on the way. Oh, oh boy. Two ounces are on the way. I message back, well, how much are they? And he says, well, they're free, but you have to do something else for us. Oh, and geez. I say, oh, Jesus. And the, and the steam is blowing out of my ears, and I'm holding the bridge of my nose. And I say, what is it? And I don't know how to put this in words. Like, when you're reading it from text, it really is kind of... It's funnier when you're reading it in your head. You're like, well, this is crazy. But when I yeah. say it out loud, it really does sound super absurd. But, uh-huh. So what he wanted me to do was he wanted me... What he said is he said the, the weed would be sitting on... He said the weed would be sitting on the, on the uh, counter. Okay. Two, two ounces of weed would be sitting on the counter. He wanted me to come into his house and have my way with his girlfriend or wife or significant other. And then have my way with him as rapey as possible. And this is, I wish I had a message still. Because I downloaded, <laughs> I, I deleted Grinder because this is ridiculous. But he said that he wanted me to just be as rapey as possible. Rapey as, as possible. As rapey as possible. Oh, For wow. $600, rape him. So I did it. No. <laughs> no. Uh, so I ended up not going through with it. And um, I found out that uh, Grinder is not for me. I, find, I found out that... Um, not even for weed, huh? Not even for weed. Now in this moment, you're sitting there and you're talking to your mom about this. You're like... Yes. You're I, like, so this guy wants yes, me to rape I, him and uh, his girl. Yes. So my mom is cool. My mom is very, very cool. She... Likes she, she smokes with me with weed with me. Uh, she has a medical card and shit. So, you know, when I told her that, but I if was you're on honest, weed, your mom's low on weed too. So she's like, I mean, I think you should go rape them. <laughs> yeah, I think you should go rape these yeah. people for this weed. I mean, I'd like some weed as well. <laughs> yeah, dude. My mom might have been. My mom might have been on board if we were, we were both low on weed. <laughs> but uh, thank God that my mom was not low on weed because she was just like, here is a joint. Go smoke and. Don't go rape this. Please gentleman. don't rape these Please people. Please don't rape these gentlemen. <laughs> no matter how bad they want you Correct. to. Yeah, and it, you know what's funny is the second I, I, I don't like to talk to my mom about. I, no one wants to fucking. Talk to, no one likes to talk to their mom about fucking. Yeah. No one wants to talk to their mom about. Nothing fucking. to do with my but, penis. Do I want to discuss that, with my you mom? You know that it was a real like you. Listen, <laughs> you know that there was a real wheels were turning in my head. If I'm going to my mom, like, should I rape these people? <laughs> But no, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. It was, uh, I don't know. It was really funny, man. It's, it's one of those things I really, uh, I, I, I kind of told you in confidence because I really don't want the world knowing that I downloaded Grinder, but I really don't. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of a fucking hilarious story. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we don't have to put it up. No, I, I think it's funny. Yeah, I think it's okay. funny. As long as it sounds funny to you, like, on the other end, like, that's all Yeah, matters. well, like, I'll show it to Charles and Dakota. If they think it's funny, too, then, like, fucking... That's all yeah, we'll As long as it's funny, dude, but, like, yeah, I, didn't... I just thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. But Let me mark this. This was about eight minutes. About eight minutes. So then I, I just know. And that was story time with Harlan. Back to content crisis. And this was before I found out that, you know, John 
Harley was a uh, criminal and not an FBI guy. So why does every spy movie have something where an agent goes rogue and, you know, he he does everything and, you know, he does enough that all is forgiven in the end. I don't think that that would actually, like, happen in real life. Like, somehow I think just laws are laws and if you break it, you're probably getting in trouble. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know any real spies, so I couldn't tell you. But Or do you? You know, that's a great point. Are you a spy? No. That's exactly what a spy would say. You're exactly right. Are you working for Mother Russia? <laughs> You're the listener of Moscow. Ah, I'm on to you. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's more explainable, you know, when you find out John Harley's double agent, but... He can't take a fucking hit from Gal Gadot. He kicks him and he like doubles over and she's like, oh, really? That little ass girl kicked him, his big muscly ass, and he fucking he can't. <laughs> Come on. Um, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. I guess, but her little ass isn't going to kick him and... Like, dude, that, that dude is nothing but muscle. He's not going to go flying. Uh, they, they, she flipped him over and everything. I don't know. That, that, that seemed like a little much to me. Uh, it, yeah, but it's easier to explain once you figure out that, you know, they're in cahoots. Uh, I will say, other than, you know, being tricked, um, like, I, I, did, I did like the way that, I, like, the reveal at the end of this movie was really good. Uh-huh. Where you go like, oh, they're working together, and then fucking, they're working together. And it's like, oh, shit. Oh, that was pretty good. Um, Sotovoce goes crazy. I liked I liked when he was describing Sotovoce too. How he's like he's like his father just strangled him as a kid, and apparently he took a liking to it. And then you know he starts <laughs> strangling people all the time. Putting the jumper cables on John Harley, and then he's like, No, no, I got it. I got. It. Goes over and strangles him. Um, so then I had a note that I amended because uh, they had him under that bullfighting arena or whatever, and he's like, uh, Yeah. Dude shoots at him, misses every fucking time. And I was like, you tell me fucking one of those bullets hit the damn cuff. And then, you know, then you figure out later, oh, yeah. I got the key. Although, when they got out, I mean, okay. So, as obviously, we have rockets flying through helicopters, right? And not hitting them. So, this is the kind of movie where you go like, okay, maybe the bullet hit the handcuff. Maybe. You know, because like, I kind of wanted to second guess it right there. But I was like... I mean, a rocket flew through a helicopter. So, I'm not going to say there's anything wrong. So, that's where I left that. Um, but then, obviously, you hit the key. Or you find the key. Find out he has the yeah. key later. So, uh... <laughs> he got shocked. <laughs> he got shocked. He got fucking shocked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... And then, yeah, so they're in there with the, uh, the bulls. And he's like... He's like <laughs> he starts quoting Jurassic Park. But with bulls. <laughs> you know... And he's like, yes or no, it was Jeff Goldblum in it. It's like, oh my god, it was Jurassic Park. Run, run, or you will die. Uh, he got fucking hit by the fucking bull. What are the fucking odds that the, that the hole he goes up through is the one that leads right into the middle of the fucking arena with the bull ready to fucking charge? What are the odds? It's and hilarious. Then, and then as the fucking bull is running is when, uh, what's his name, comes up the fucking thing and he I love that he tried to go back down there. 
dude fucking shot at me and he's like oh <laughs> he just shut it right back up um uh, uh, yeah i wrote down fucking you're telling me he can take a hit from a bowl you can't take a fucking hit you're telling me gal Gadot can flip him over bullshit um okay so then so after that scene i feel like we have skipped through a lot of this movie but yeah, we're just reviewing it you know yeah well you know who are we you know master mm-hmm. podcasters yeah we know what we're doing no, we don't. Yeah, so, yeah, okay. What did we miss? Should we go back through a little bit? Yeah, you know, because I, I was kind of looking. It's not a very, like, super detailed plot on Wikipedia either. Like, how it is on other movies we have where it's kind of like we can kind of go back and like, oh, yeah, we missed that part. It's kind of just a generic, like, Cliff Notes version of the movie. Probably just because. It's new. Yeah. This is the time of year where Wikipedia asks everybody for donations. Uh, what was it? It asked me earlier. Yeah, I see it for two seventy five. Let me reload the page. It's gonna ask me again. Or not. Okay. Did you give? Hell I never fucking give to Wikipedia. I just oh. take, take and take. Take, take, take. Take and take and take. Yeah. It's like they're like the fucking PBS of knowledge. I ain't gonna fucking donate. Well, I don't know. You're speaking a lot of hard words, but Wikipedia's not asking you for shit. You've refreshed the page like three or four times now. It's not. Maybe you heard me talking shit. <laughs> I've refreshed the page a few times now and I haven't got anything from it. Yeah. I hate it when they do like the uh the the like the donation one that takes up like over half the fucking screen and you're like it's a big fucking like off red oh, fucking yeah. box and you're like if everyone just donates this much just one time I'd be like, Okay, PBS. Yeah, but you know, at the same time, wouldn't you be lost without Wikipedia? I mean, I know just doing this podcast, we visit it. All Every time. the damn time. Every time. You know, it's crazy. So, I mean, like, as a podcast, we should probably actually get... <laughs> Maybe when we start making some income for the podcast, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll donate a little bit. But, you remember back in, like, fucking high school and middle school, and you used to be like, Wikipedia is not a source. I guess the fuck it is. And I'm going to go on Wikipedia, I'm going to find what it says, and I'm going to click one of the other links at the bottom and give you that link. <laughs> yeah. I used to do that shit all the time. Like, Wikipedia is not a... Uh, a knowledgeable source. I'm like, okay. Well, I'm going to click on this hyperlink here and it's going to take me to another link and I'm just going to copy and paste that link and be like, I got my information from here. And it yeah, works I mean, almost yeah, every man. time that I actually did a report. Yeah. Which was not often. Um, yeah. Okay, so they leave the bull arena. They fucking... They're on their way to somewhere in South America. Um, and They really go all over the world with this movie. They really do. Because they start out and... Well, I don't know all the locations off the top of my head, and it'd take a while to look at every location, so I'll sound stupid. Weren't they in Italy when they started out? I believe so. And then, uh, I think they find him in Bali, and then they're exiled to Russia, and then wherever else they go. But! No passport. So, so, so they're in South America. He tells them all about his dad's watch. But you know, he told he told him this whole story about his dad's watch earlier in the in the movie, and so then you know he throws the watch against the wall and he finds his fucking coordinates or whatever to get to this place in South America where all this Nazi treasure. I don't know if that's politically correct, but no. um, Nazis. You know that the story of the watch that reminds me of, and I'm drawing a fucking blank on the name of the movie, but it was a movie that had um. There's a story of a watch and it was, of a watch that was passed down, and God, you'll know. I feel like you know a movie I'm talking about once I like describe it. 
um, about like they they were talking about how like the watch was passed from like his grandfather because his dad had it or something like that and like his grandfather like was in the war and like the only way he was able to keep the watch is he shoved the watch up his ass. This is Pulp Fiction. Was it Pulp Fiction? <laughs> I <laughs> see. I knew. <laughs> That's what it made me think of. <laughs> I wanted to say that's what it was, but, like, I was like, I don't know, like... It's Christopher Walken. <laughs> so I shoved the watch in my ass. <laughs> that's what the watch story Three years me. I had this uncomfortable hunk of metal in my ass. That's what that, that's what made me, uh, made me think. I see, I, I knew you would know. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, it's only my favorite movie ever. <laughs> as soon as I said watch up the ass, you're like, Pulp it's Fiction! Pulp, yeah, what other movie did someone shove a watch up their ass? It's Pulp Fiction. Um... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so anyway, so he has the scene. He throws the watch against the wall, and you know the coordinates are in there and all this shit. And you're like, okay, so did his dad not know what was in the watch, or did his dad know what was in the watch and was like, you know, was he waiting to go to South America? How did his dad die and never go to this treasure? You know what I mean? Or maybe, <clears throat> maybe he walked to the coordinates much like they did. And not realize that there was a, uh, you know, a, a, a vault under all those leaves and shit. What are and the fuck? Maybe fu- he went there. What are the fucking odds that they, like, find that? They actually find that. Like, I know it's coordinates-wise, but, like, right. come on. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, and you're telling me the rock's gonna throw that fucking compass down. Clang. And go, I mean, because you think a jungle, there's all kinds of shit on the ground. You're telling me you're gonna hear the dong through all that? I mean, that's, that's a lot. You know, but I mean, whatever. I I guess it works for the storyline. I just I don't know that you're gonna hear that. I mean, although the rock's pretty buff, maybe you can throw that thing through all that really brush. fucking hard. Um, I'm just saying, why wouldn't his dad have gone and found it for himself? Or maybe his dad tried and didn't find it, but then why did he still have the watch? I don't know. But that would be one long ass fucking search. Yeah. And then I said, so the rock's done a couple uh, movies recently. I said, did he just stay on the set of Jumanji and Jungle Cruise for this scene? Because <laughs> like, I was like, what, what is it with The Rock and being in fucking jungles in these movies recently? He's got the stupid Jungle Cruise movie, which I didn't watch. but uh, And I didn't, also didn't watch Jumanji 2. I liked the first Jumanji. It's funny. You can count on Kevin Rock. Ke- Kevin Rock. Kevin Rock. That's <laughs> a duo. Yeah. Yeah, when Kevin Hart and The Rock are in a movie, it's called Kevin Rock. You don't refer to both of them. Okay, you're the car guy. So answer me this. Because uh, I think it's bullshit. But you think gas from World War Two is going to still be good? Absolutely not. All those years later? Absolutely okay. not. Thank you. Gas gets stale after so long. It gets too much water built up into it. It's just not fucking gas. Plus, a fucking vehicle from World War Two. number one, if it's been in storage since fucking Hitler, no, it would have to run on fucking lead gas. Versus all the gas now is unleaded. So even if they wanted to, they'd have to fucking convert it to where it can run on uh, unleaded gas or get an extremely heavy lead additive to the fucking gas. Regardless, the gas would be bad. Well, okay. So more so, I was looking at the gas would be bad. Because, like, I, yes, don't the think gas they had, I don't think they went to the gas station before, you know. The gas is <laughs> bad. The but, like, I was also thinking because they were talking because he was talking about getting that out of there. Right. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely the gas would be bad. Well, and, like, not to mention, like, a bunch of other things would be wrong with the car, right? Like, for just sitting that long? It w- The tires would have been flat. The tires would have been flat for a fact. They're okay. not just going to sit there and hold air for 60 years. Right. I mean, I know it makes for a bad movie. Like, okay, all right, so all right. All right, let's pump up our tires, and then let's start it up, see if it'll... 
See if we can get it to turn over. Wouldn't the battery be dead? Well, well, if, if you remember on that one, though, just, I mean, which is accurate to older vehicles, it didn't have a starter, it didn't have a battery, you fucking went out, you had the fucking thing, you shoved into the uh, crankshaft, the little, um, like, lever, and you just spun it around a couple times and fire the engine up. Because oh, okay. you remember, like, at the, like when they went to start out, they ran in the front, and he grabbed the uh, little handle thing and just spun it around a couple times, and it, it would take a lot more than just, like, twice around, like how he did, mm. but just, and it started up. You're basically, you're a hand, you're, your starter is your arm. I see. Interesting. So, yeah, I figured that my uh, theory would be proven correct on that one. That that's bullshit. So, cool. Complete bullshit. Um, I am glad they addressed the stuff getting down there. Because uh, just the way they had the mine shaft, the, 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 you know, he explains yeah. the mine shaft thing. I was like, okay, thank mm-hmm. you. Because first you're like, how the fuck do you get that down that goddamn hole? Well, cause I like I like that Ryan Reynolds starts into it. Because it was almost like trolling like movies. Because like, you will have stuff like that where it's just like, hey, there's a little entrance. And then like, <laughs> you know, it's always like. <laughs> You just take it apart in little pieces and then bring it all back down here and then, and then <laughs> put it together. Which at that point, if you're just storing it, you'd think they would they definitely would okay, it, it didn't happen, so it's not Or did it on that road. Oh yeah, anyway. Um so I, I was happy that they addressed that, because that, that kind of shit drives me crazy. Um so <laughs> I also thought it was interesting that the Nazis like not to mention the the cars wouldn't start and all the tires would be flat. But they just they just left all the jeeps that they brought all the shit in with. I mean, how'd they get back out? You know, Bree's like, oh, well, you know, they brought all the stuff in. It's like, yeah, and so they just didn't, like, leave? I, I don't know. They enjoyed it there. They're like, oh. Although, I suppose, you know, you park the jeeps and then you're just like, all right, let's go up the stair because maybe you seal the shaft and all that shit. So, maybe it's not super far-fetched, but. Or at the time, Nazi Germany was falling and they're like, ah, I think I'm going to stay here. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm just going to hide out here for a while. Um, I love the reveal. Okay, first of all, I don't know that they really are able to see that waterfall coming. I don't know, just because I feel like you're just going to see a little light. Uh-huh. And then I'll, I don't know. I guess they've jumped out of falling cars before and like, get clear of the car. Like, oh, we're all just experiencing this? Natural instinct. Whatever. Um, he goes and meets him on the boat later. Like, you two weren't the only ones crying after you made love last night. That was pretty funny. <laughs> And as well as, that's not cheese, that's uncooked pork. Yeah, this, this cheese is real good. <laughs> like you said, you think they, I think he was saying it was bad. He's like, you think they keep better cheese on places like this? He's like, that's not cheese, that's uncooked pork. And he's just kind of like, <laughs> just spits it out. That was funny. Uh, yeah, God, I can't help but feeling like we did a terrible job on this one. I just feel like the, uh, the vibe was slow overall through this whole thing. I think it was that chocolate cake, to be honest with you. <laughs> it slowed you down? Yeah, I felt bogged down. I feel like I wasn't as fresh on all the uh, on all the notes. Your mind was all chocolate caked up. Chocolate caked up. Yeah. So I guess all that's left is like rating and stuff like that. Unless you got uh, some other notes about other parts of the movie. I feel like we did skip over a couple things. So. We, co- we covered the mains. I know that. I think there's... Some smaller details we might have left out. I know it's been about well, it's been about a week since I've watched this. Yeah, same yeah. For, same for me. Yeah, because yeah, you know, we were going to do it last week, and then Charles caught the vid, and we we're like, well, first he was just sick, and then we was like, oh, well, we'll postpone it till next week, and then he's like, hey, guys, <laughs> yeah. we we're like, oh man, I remember that text. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, roommates of the jail. Yeah, I, mean, I guess we covered pretty much everything. Granted, a lot of this, like, a lot of gaps here. Okay, so, overall, would you recommend it to a friend? Yeah. 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 I mean, it kept, it kept me entertained. So, it's something to just kind of watch. I mean, it's yeah. not gonna, you know, you're not watching it for, for it to be the greatest movie in the whole world, but it's something to watch. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it was a, it was a good movie. If you like Ryan Reynolds, you'll like the movie. Yeah. If you like Deadpool... Get in there. He's Deadpool. Yeah. Send a video to your mother of you mouth-sexing a goat. If you see to take a bunch of pictures of his face. Oh, uh, yeah. He's just fucking hilarious, man. Um, and The Rock's The Rock. Not a bad actor, but again, you just... You, you know just, he's The Rock. You just know. You know, and that's a bad thing about being an actor and you land... And it's just... Let's sidetrack, like, The Rock... That's the bad thing about being an actor and you land a role that's iconic is like no one will be able to see you other than that character. Yeah. So like Ryan Reynolds is a perfect example. Deadpool. He's Deadpool in every single... Granted, he plays like a Deadpool character in every movie, but like he's Deadpool. Yeah. Um, anyone that you can think of from like any TV shows that are real popular, popular I mean, you look at like Brian Cranston. That's fucking Walter White. Or Malcolm's dad from Malcolm Middle, depending upon how you... See, that's why I'm so impressed with Brian Cranston, though, because I feel like, despite the fact, I feel like, okay, two, y- you could argue three giant roles, if you want to talk about when he was on Seinfeld. But the guy, I mean, so he's the dentist on Seinfeld, which, I, you know, he was kind of a side character, so I don't know, yeah. you know how much you're going to count him being like, like, and then he transformed into Malcolm, you know. <laughs> the dad that, that guy in the middle. That guy had one hell of a life. <laughs> they should have just kept him the same name that every series. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing: he was fucking iconic as the dad in Malcolm in the Middle. Absolutely. I used to always make the joke when uh, Breaking Bad was still out, coming out with new episodes. I was like, I was like, hey, there's a show about how Malcolm's dad got so fucking far out of it, he decided to start cooking meth. Right. It's Malcolm's dad cooking meth. But like. I like that. I was generally surprised, like when I watched it, like how he, like, cause he always played comedic roles, mm-hmm. but then you went into a series, like a series is primarily drama, and he just fucking he nails steam it. rolls it. You, I mean, granted, I, you know, it, it obviously depends on the listener or, uh, or yeah, listener. We're doing a podcast, right? Listener, viewer, the TV show it depends on the person watching the show, but I mean, the guy. I don't know. He he's not pigeonholed. Like you, he turns the whole thing around. He is that guy. Like yep. he's he's fuck. What is the dude's name? Malcolm in the Middle. Why am I forgetting? How? How? Yes. How? I do like the theories where it's like he was Breaking Bad, like half his, and then like he's in witness protection, and that's Malcolm in the Middle. Or like there was uh <clears throat> there was like a little like spoof that they did where like uh and I forget where I seen it from. Um, but like it was the end, the last episode of Breaking Bad, um, where Walter dies and he's laying on the ground, you know, and the camera's panning out and then like, and then it like, it cuts scenes to, you know, Brian Cranston waking up in the bed and he's like sweating and like, he's, you know, kind of moving around and he grabs glasses, put on glasses and like, there's, there's a woman laying next to him and she rolls over and it's fucking the, the woman who's laying Lois yeah. and she's like, what's wrong? She's like, I, he's like, I just had this crazy dream. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I love it. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I was like, I love it. But yeah, like, kind of going back on that, like, 
an actor lands an iconic role, and it's just kind of like, sometimes it's just all you ever see. Like, anytime I see Jason Alexander in anything, that's George. Right. George. And he hasn't done much. Like, and he's, he hasn't and he, done much yeah. to, I mean, he hasn't done much. Period. Like he's been, he's always been like a like a, someone who comes in and he's in like a few episodes of of you know whatever show. And he's in Curb. But then that's about it. He's in Curb as Jason Alexander saying, playing George. Yeah, saying like I don't want to play George. Like everybody wants me to play George all the time. And then yeah, um, he was in. He was in uh, everybody Marvel's hates Mrs. Maisel. He was in everybody hates Chris. Mm. Um, he was in. God, there's another. He was in um. The only reason I know is because it was on TV and it was just one of the shows that started playing and it was just we just never changed the channel. Mm-hmm. Um, Young Sheldon. Oh, he, yeah. was, he was in that as well. He's as, he was playing a teacher or a dance teacher or something like that. Um, but I just couldn't get to pass. I'm like, yeah, that's that's George. There's George. Yeah. <laughs> that's George, aka Larry David. <laughs> right. Yeah. The Rock is just he's just the Rock. He he's the Rock. And I don't think I've seen Ryan Reynolds in anything where I'm like, and it's not to say they aren't good actors. It's just. It's just that's the way just, I see him. That's how they are. Yeah. John Cena plays in any movie? That's John Cena. You can't see him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his whole thing where he's like an actor now is like, what? Yeah, you that's... fucking buy it. That's something. Like, I remember... Uh, what was the name of that movie? The Marine. You remember that movie? Hmm. The Marine, which came out, it was like the early 2000s. Like, during... Really, honestly, during like the height of John Cena's career when he was still like on his rookie, rookie years... And, like, he was really popular, and he played fucking Marine, and um, he was obviously a Marine. He turned into, I think he turned into, like, a uh, like a cop or something like that. He's trying to find vengeance on something, because that's what all the movies are about. I don't remember the whole plot line. The most I remember was that there was a nice-ass fucking Camaro cop car that he had, like a 2002 35th anniversary Camaro cop car he had. Hmm. That I like. That's about as much as I remember from that movie. I just know he was in it. He was he was a marine turned cop or something like that. And he was out looking for vengeance, which is what all them fucking movies seem to be about. Yeah, overall, it was a decent movie. Fun to watch. How many eggplants? Oh man, the eggplants. I it's a solid, it's a solid two and a half. You know, a lot of holes, but very funny. You know, decent story. Yeah, two and a half. What you got? I agree. Two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah, two and a half. That's fair. As a That's level, a fair it's like, it just means that this movie was fine. I didn't hate watching it, but I'm not actively pursuing watching it again. I'm not like, ooh, please make a sequel. Uh, and they definitely left it open for a sequel. They did. Um, we'll see if that ever happens. Yeah. 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 <laughs> just, yeah, two and a half eggplants for something like this. Just, just... A movie. Like, nothing that's going to be, like, remembered as, like, oh, man. The greatest when, movie in the world. Remember when Red Notice came out? Like, no, nah, it's just, like, somebody mentioned something that's, like, Red Notice, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's that Ryan Reynolds thing, right? And The it's Rock. It's where Ryan Reynolds played Deadpool and The Rock played The Rock. I remember yeah. that movie. Yeah, remember that? It's just like that. That's all two and a half is. Next thing you know, it's going to be another movie. It's going to be Red Notice 2. It's going to star The Rock. Ryan Reynolds and Kevin Hart. <laughs> Kevin Hart. <laughs> Red Jumanji. <laughs> Although, I will say with The the Rock, he actually showed a little bit of range in that movie, Central Intelligence. Did you ever watch that? Yeah, I actually got that. I think I got that on uh, Blu-ray Divida? out there. Oh, Blu-ray. On Blu-ray out Not there. Not Divida. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I got that on Blu-ray out there. Yeah, it's like, it's oh, actually pretty decent. Like, 
Just in the way that he, um, I don't know, like he's always like the jock, if you will. Right. right? Or like, I don't even know if jock's the fair thing to say, but just the big guy, you know, the big muscly guy that, you know, he's just awesome. He's just strong. He does all this. And he does a great job in Central Intelligence of just being, you know, the guy that, you know, he's like, oh, I'm kind of nerdy. And, you know, like he shows range in that where, because he's a... It's a, a, a unique way that he shows... He has depth to his character, which I right. feel like you don't see with him a lot. It's just like, he's this guy, that's it. But in Central Intelligence, it's like he kind of does a good job of showing that he was the nerdy kid, and he still kind of got this chip on his shoulder. Yeah, chip on his shoulder, you know? And he's still kind of quirky and weird. You know, he's got the My Little Ponies shirt and shit like that, you know? I just, you know, I, I really enjoyed the movie. Um, I thought he did a great job of that. Again, you sit there and watch the movie and you go, that's The Rock. <laughs> but, yes. But uh, definitely showed his depth slash range as an actor that he's capable of, like, really good. Um, just really good actor. So He has it in him. It's just, it's just a matter of getting past the fact that he's The Rock. And I really, he wasn't bad in this or really anything. He's never bad. It's just, you're never going to get past... That's the rock. Now Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Oof. <laughs> uh, I, I like Fast and Furious, but after like three of them, it just kind of got okay. No, after four, I got annoyed. And then the Rock played the Rock in that movie too. Yeah. <laughs> why, right. why, why did they continue that after Paul Walker? You know what? That's why I mean, did they continue after four fucking yeah. movies? At, at, at the minimum, they should have stopped at Paul Walker after he died. They did that final goodbye thing, and okay, done. And they're like, nope, we're in at least three more. And hey, on the most news, well, we're going to go to fucking space. Well, the yeah. fuck you, that's not Fast and Furious, that's fucking space. Space and the Furious. Space furious and, and furious. Space. I don't know, the, the thing with Fast and Furious was like seven. It, okay, correct me if I'm wrong, but they did go to Tokyo in seven, right? That's the, finally, the payoff scene where Vin Diesel pulls up next to... Uh, whatever dude's name is in that in uh Tokyo Drift. You know, or was I'm, it in six? I want to say it was in seven. I'm gonna keep it real. I don't know because because I stopped watching. Like I didn't even want to watch. Well, I mean, you went to yeah. the theater. For I went to the theater. Us. Was it seven? Yeah, because that was the Paul Walker when he died. Yeah. Okay, that's the last one I watched. Look at the summary real quick. Let's just see if uh, we can find in the summary that he went because I'm sure that'll be in the summary if he went to Tokyo. So, I okay. I don't know how many movies they planned out. Because, like, okay, number one uh, was Street Racing. Summary, I, just, I don't see anything about Tokyo. Oh, there it is, yep. Someone yeah, was, Sean. Yeah. Someone was killed. Uh, Hans, and, Hans' friend, Sean Boswell, yeah. Okay, there, there you is, go. Yep. So, I could... I, I don't know how much of the story was written. Obviously, they planned at some point to go back to that scene... Of Vin Diesel pulling up in Tokyo. Now, if you remember, Han doesn't go to Tokyo until after six, or was it after five? Now I'm fucking up everything. But everything runs together in that series for me at this point. Well, and it's been so long since I've watched them at this point, so it's like I don't know. Anyway, that scene's not used till seven, so I could see maybe that they would plan seven movies. But the fact that they just kept getting more and more ridiculous every time. Makes me think, like, you guys didn't plan any of this shit out. <laughs> like, you were just like, 
Oh, they want another one? Fuck yeah, let's get some more money. They, let's they get put, that paper, man. They put they put ideas on a dartboard and threw darts, and whichever one fucking hit an idea, I was like, we're going with that. Launching Vin Diesel across the, from one bridge to the other bridge. He's going to lay on a windshield and be fine and act like he didn't break every bone in his fucking body <laughs> just then. Whatever. Stop making Fast and Furious movies. Yeah. Okay, like, and I was okay when they did, like, a side story, right? Like, I didn't watch it, but, like... Okay, you do a side story with Hobbs and Shaw. Whatever. You know, you're still under the umbrella of the name Fast and Furious. But it's like a story off to the side here about these two other guys that you're kind of curious about. Like, okay, fine. You know? But, yeah, to, to keep dragging it out with those same characters is ridiculous. I haven't watched anything since 7. And probably yeah, I don't not. I don't have I don't have a desire to. I didn't even honestly I didn't even want to watch Seven, but the only reason I did was just because of Paul Walker. Yeah. Well, I, well, and the thing is, so like, I'll eventually watch the other ones because I've watched everything else in the series. I have like an OCD thing where I got to complete things. So like, The Walking Dead, I haven't watched since they beat Negan. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> well, like The Walking Dead, I haven't watched after they killed off uh, Rick. Spoilers. They kill him off? I thought he left, though. I was told he left. Like, I was told Rick was exiled from the from the group. So, the... I mean, if you're telling me he got killed, then it's news to me, and it's fine. The, I was just told the story was that he... The plot of it was he died. Okay. There was, a, there was, like, an explosion or some shit like that that happened while he was on a bridge, and he died. But then, like, the end of that episode which was his last episode he was in, there's like a small like 30 second cut scene like right before the credits where uh, one of the other like uh, miscellaneous fucking groups of people had recovered him from the, the blown up bridge or whatever it was. It's been years since I've watched, since I watched the episode, so it's a little fuzzy. And they loaded him up on like a helicopter and I guess he was, like, you could still see him moving. So it's done the impression he's still alive. But they didn't directly say that he was still alive. So I think they kind of left it to where it's like, he died. So if he never comes back, it's whatever. But they still left it to where if he wanted to come back, the door is still open for him to, you know, make an entrance back into the series. Right. Which I don't think is going to happen because I think they're on their... This is the last yeah, season. they're on their last movie. series. So maybe he'll come back for the final episode. I don't I don't yeah. know. But I know the... the I, can't, I can't think of the character's name... Uh, the actor's name, but I know he wanted to... He Andrew Lincoln. He enjoyed the time, but he wanted to try something different. That's why he wanted to leave. That's why he found an exit for his character. Well, I can imagine... I mean, eight, fuck, nine seasons he did it, right? I mean, it's a lot. But anyway, now we're just kind of babbling. So, Red Notice, two and a half eggplants. Not great. Not bad. All fine. right. It's average. It's, it's that. Fine. It's average size. It's about, you know, five inches. It's fine. Um, yeah. at Constant Crisis One Twitter, Constant Crisis Hotline at Gmail or Yahoo.com. Please rate and review the show. Now I, I don't want to sound like the cliche, you know, YouTuber podcast for rate, review, comment, subscribe. I don't want to be that guy, but I don't know. I want to know what you think. Email us, you know. Tweet me. Give us feedback. So, anyway, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you later.